Hi, and welcome back to Dating Funnies. I guess welcome back to me since I've been gone for the last few weeks. So my apologies. Just with all the events of COVID and the challenges of all the protesting, uh, the city of Seattle certainly is kind of in a state of flux. So needless to say, dating in this unstable environment is most challenging for sure. Hopefully, wherever you're at, that uh, dating is a little bit easier. You're able to at least chat with people, maybe even meet with people. I mean, our, the coronavirus issues are being diminished every week as we go forward. So, and there's lots of places where the cities are going into phase one, phase one and a half, which is what it is here in King County, Washington to phases two and three and, and other parts of the country. So that's all good. doesn't mean we can let our guard completely down, but at least you can get out, maybe meet someone for a cup of coffee, take a walk around the park, what have you, to at least start the conversation. Because what I have found from all the different dating sites that I'm on, again, is that most people do not want to do a video chat on Zoom or like Match.com's got video options, Bumble's got video options, so does Tinder. People don't want to do video. And I'm not sure what the situation is or is not, but it's a, it's a challenge for sure when you're trying to meet someone. So I thought I would just uh, enlighten you a little bit of what's been going on. Uh, of course, I've been concerned, like most people, uh, what's transpiring in our economy, what's been transpiring in our communities, so it's made me somewhat nervous to where I kind of shut down myself a little bit, trying to get my head wrapped around dating and life in general. So I've been spending a little bit more time and energy around my family and my grandkids, and that's uh, been a little bit more helpful than just uh, sitting home alone going, oh my gosh, <laughs> what are we going to do? And I'm not a big fan of sitting there and and sticking my head in a TV and burying myself into TV programs or the news. Although my son and his wife encouraged me to watch a different, couple different type of programs. Anyway, in the last uh, week or so, I've been uh, lucky enough to be chatting with Aunt Ruth, and I've talked to her before about her dating uh, suggestions and, and the guest speakers that she has on her podcast. I was actually fortunate enough to be on her podcast last week. And so that was kind of fun. We had a good conversation, and she had some specific questions that she had for me as to why I thought I was still single, why older men like me prefer to date younger women. Is it about the money? Is it about the sex? What is it? Because she has found that a lot of her clients that are 50, 60, 70 years old, they want to date women in their 30s and 40s. And to each their own for sure. I mean, I'm, I'm not interested in dating a younger person if it's all about money for them and some sex for me. I mean, after all, I am an older gentleman. I'm not like I was when I was in my 20s, 30s, and 40s. That's just the way we are as we get older. We lose some interest. We lose some physical attributes in order to, to go all night, as they say. But she, those are really good questions that maybe we should all ask ourselves. And I'm not here to be a dating coach although I'm certainly happy to offer any advice you can learn from my past experiences and my past blunders, for sure. But it just it just is an interesting question, and it got my mind thinking, well, I'm not having any luck with women over the age of 50 interested in even 
interacting with me. They don't even look at my dating profile. I've got current pictures on there. My profile is pretty like, hey, I like to do this and this and this, but I'm open to all other kinds of ideas. Let's have fun. Let's explore. Let's see where it might take us. And I get no interest. So last week, reluctantly, I decided to get back on a sugar dating site. And reluctant because I know that 90, 95% of the women on there, it's all about the money for them. And I'm not going to do what they call PPM, which is pay per date. And I'm not going to do weekly allowances. That's just not my style. My way of thinking is, hey, I can provide for someone way beyond what a typical man in their age grouping can offer them or will offer them. I mean, I can pay for vacations. I can pay for nice dinners, uh, nice casual dinners, nice formal dinners. You know, I can I can do the gifts of, of affection uh, to really nice gifts to just gifts that are really important to the person that I'm seeing to make show them that they that they're appreciated and I value them and that they're really important so that's why I'm not going to just write a check just so I can have someone come see me whenever they feel like it but with that said I got back on the site and of course I've got a broad range I've got like mid-20s to 60 years old my whole attitude is I'm just gonna put it out to the universe and see what happens I'm not getting any interaction on Match, OkCupid, okay Plenty of Fish, eHarmony. I can't get any interaction whatsoever. Yet, of course, I kind of knew it was going to happen. But, I mean, every day I've got anywhere from 5 to 10 emails of women interested in chatting more about, you know, what I'm looking for and what they're looking for. And, yes, a lot of them, they want the money and they want the pay per meet. I had someone the other day one me to go offline and chat and come to find out as I knew that they wanted $500 to meet up and play and I'm just not going to do that but I figured why not try it and see because I think what's happening at least in the Seattle market for me and it might be the same for you wherever you're at and maybe not but I have found that as we get entrenched in our single life that it takes a lot for us to get out of that single life and really want to go meet and date someone, whether you're a man or whether you're a woman. But in Seattle, it's a, it's a real big challenge to get people 50 and older to go out and want to meet, from my experience. Now, I've gone to California, I've gone to Texas, I've gone to Arizona, and I have people in my age grouping, 50 and older, that are eager to go meet for a cup of coffee. Pre-COVID-19, we'll see how that goes going forward. But they're anxious to get out there, meet someone, and have some interaction to see if there's a connection and that there's enough interest to see one another again. But up here in Seattle, it's problematic, and I've chatted about this before in a lot of different podcasts, that it's just a different dynamic. I'm an older gentleman. Do I enjoy dating younger people? Well, you know, if they're a nice enough person and they've got good energy, but I would say if they were 50, 60 years old, I'd be open to that as well. Like I've said before, it's okay to be a grandmother, just don't be a grandma. Meaning if you're just going to sit home and that's all you're going to do, I don't know if that's really going to work for me. I'm looking for someone that's somewhat active. Ski, golf, like to get on a sailboat, like to, instead of big fancy cruise ships, go take a, a sailing cruise where it's an intimate group of people sailing in the Caribbean, things like that. Of course, we can go on hikes, we can go on day trips, we can, you know, I, I've got a Harley, and, you know, get on the back of that and let's go ride someplace, enjoy our time together, and then do things apart and get back together again and go do wine tastings and Go to Napa, go, go to you know Walla Walla, Eastern Washington. There's some great vineyards over there too. I want someone that wants to 
to do that and interact with that. But I also don't want someone that's taking care of their parents or someone that's raising their grandkids. So we all have our, our list for sure. So I don't know what the situation is or how it's going to move forward. Like I said, my goal here is to meet someone. And even with that said, Dr. Ruth, or Aunt Ruthie, she's a matchmaker and works for a company that tries to match people up. And I've, and I've talked about the Zoom video call that I had with a lady here in the Seattle area. Nice lady. We had a good conversation. But I could tell that she was like way left. And I'm way in the middle. Good, bad, or indifferent. And I'm okay. I'm open to all kinds of different ideas and suggestions. I'm willing to learn more. But I could tell that she was too far left and we would probably combat it sometime. I wish her well. But Aunt Ruthie had talked to other matchmakers in her in her company. And so a matchmaker from the East Coast, who was probably in her mid to late 40s, reached out to me, wanted to know if I was available. She had a client that maybe I might be a good match for here in my immediate market area. And I thought, yes, I'm available. And she's like, okay, well, are you available two weeks from now? Okay, sure. I guess we'll wait two weeks. So I ended up having a Zoom video call with her about three days ago. And I could tell right off the bat that she just did not want to talk to me. Maybe she didn't like the fact that I haven't gotten a haircut in the last four months. Maybe she didn't like the fact that I had a beard. She laughed at a few things I said, but the, the interview process was like she wanted to hurry up and get it over with. She made a judgment about me without really getting to know me about whether I was me could be a possible fit for her client or not. And I thought, you know, I continued to see this from older people, whereas younger people are eager to just, hey, let's get to know one another. Even a dating coach should at least explore a little bit more instead of making up their mind after the first 10, 15 seconds of meeting someone. It's just absolutely crazy. And I had to laugh because she asked one of the questions that I hear often. She asked me, so why aren't you retired? So what's up with that? I could retire if I wanted to, but why would I retire? There's more things to do. There's more business opportunities to do. In fact, I read a story the other day, some gentleman, 79 years old, just sold his company for like $80 million. He's sat. One of his younger friends says, what, what are you going to do? He goes, what do you mean, what am I going to do? Well, aren't you going to retire? He goes, no, why would I retire? They go, well, why not? You've got all the money in the world. You're never going to be able to spend it. Your kids will benefit from it, your grandkids. Why would you continue working? And he said, I think I've got one more good idea and company in me. So I'm going to keep moving. And I think, why not? Why not just keep moving forward? Why sit home and do nothing? That's kind of my way of thinking. And I've got grandkids. My granddaughter, who's four, wants me to teach her how to play golf. My grandson's learning how to play golf. They ski. I want to ski with my grandkids. I want to scuba dive with, with them. I want to travel with them. Can't do that if I decide to say, okay, I'm done. I'm, I'm not going to do anything. I just wait around for them. And I can't wait around for them. I've got to get on with what I want to do. But I am kind of disappointed in that dating coach. But that's the way it is, you know, you, you, it's sadly, in all this online dating, what we have to really wrap our head around is the fact that this is strictly a numbers game. I know it doesn't sound romantic, it's not like bells and whistles and all the stuff that we've seen in movies, but at the end of the day, because of this swipe left, swipe right mindset that everyone has, it's it's a numbers game. And you've got to be in front of a lot of people to finally have a connection with somebody and then you have to be open to having that connection because if you don't 
then you might walk right by someone that's just most ideal for you. But if you're too quick to run from them to the next person, what good is that? I've chatted about this before in my dating podcast. I mean, to me, if I go out with you for a cup of coffee, we kind of like each other. We go out again and I still like you, you still like me. I'm gonna hide my dating profiles. Not because I thought you were the one, but it's because I wanna quiet down the noise Meaning I'm not, I don't want to go home after I see you and see I get a bunch of emails and texts from other people. Now my interest level in you kind of goes away. Well, all of a sudden I got something else shiny over here that might be better. I want to give me and the person I'm seeing a fair chance by going out a few more times to decide, yes, I want to continue with this or no, I'll just unhide my profile. Now, I made a mistake several years ago when I did that and it really freaked out the lady I was seeing because she's like, oh my gosh, what'd you do that for? So now I've learned that if that happens, I'll ask them or share with them, look, we've gone on a couple of dates. I really like you. I'd like to see you again. And if she says, yeah, that'd be great. I'd like to do that too. Then I'm going to share with her what I'm going to do with my dating profile so she doesn't get scared thinking that I'm a, a stage five clinger. I'm not. I just I want to devote my time to somebody in hopes that it'll turn into something more. And I can't do it if I go home and I've got two other emails and one saying, hey, come over tonight. Then, you know, why am I wasting my time going out with this other person if I'm just going to be that way? I am certainly interested in what your thoughts are and what you think about that. But that's kind of how I'm trying to roll. And, of course, many of you folks here are probably much younger than I am. So I don't have a whole lot of time left. If I'm lucky, I might have 20, 25 years, you know. And if you're in your 30s and 40s, certainly you got a lot longer time to play this game. But if you're really trying to date someone, meet someone, date someone, have a relationship, I don't think you want to be on this merry-go-round for 20 years, do you? I hope not. So because of the COVID and all the protesting and the upheaval of what's going on in this crazy world, you know, I don't have a whole lot of dating stories, funny stories, which is what the intent of this podcast was. And that was part of the process, too, of kind of disappearing for a week or two. It's like, what could I possibly share with these listeners that would get them to chuckle and laugh and say, well, that guy, he's uh, what the heck's he doing? And I don't want to come across as some dating coach or guru because I'm not. I mean, I listen to Aunt Ruthie's podcast and her guest speakers and, and uh, I pick up new information there, different things that people have done. And I listened to one the other day where the, the lady had gone on like 200 dates and she said something like that was pretty powerful to where she always took the time, energy, and effort to go meet somebody. In other words, she prepared herself to go meet them with an open mind. And even though she could tell that someone was not her type within the first 30 or so seconds, she also knew that that person also put in the time, energy, and effort to go meet someone. And so she gave them the courtesy of showing up, being attentive, and being aware, and being engaging, even if she felt that they were not a match. And I thought, yes, why can't we all do that? I met a lady several years ago, and I showed up, and she was from Europe. And I dated a couple of women from Europe years ago, and they always showed up in nice dresses and looking cute. And I'm dressed like Seattle, nice shirt and jeans. And I showed up that way and I met this lady, and she kind of gave me a little bit of grief about it. She's like, wow, you dress this way? I said, well, what's wrong with the way I dress? I look nice. She was, yeah, but you're meeting me for the first time. You know, you might be meeting the right person. 
and you know, I went out of my way to really make sure that I looked really nice for you. And when she said that to me, I walked away from that meeting going, well, God, yeah, I guess I, I should show up. I need to show up more. It was like the one time I dated that Latino gal, a lady, and I went to pick her up. We'd been dating for a couple months. In my head, I'd taken the whole day off from work and very busy with work. I thought that was a pretty big sacrifice on my part. I go pick her up. We get in my car. We're starting to go to what we're going to do for the day. And she starts crying. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, what's wrong? And she says, you didn't notice me. Here she'd gone, had her hair done, bought a new dress, got some new shoes, had her nails done. And I didn't have the common courtesy to notice her and say, wow, you look gorgeous today. Is that a new dress? That looks great on you. Thanks. I didn't do that. Which also reminds me of a little thing I'll kind of end this podcast on. And this is mostly for the men. Something I learned along the way. And I can be better at it still. I'm not going to lie to anyone. But when we guys, when we see each other, what do we do? We kind of go, dude. And we hit our fists together. And we're good. We're good. We can sit and watch a football game for four hours and not even talk to each other. And be good. And be good with it. But when women meet other women and their friends, one of the things that I've noticed that they do, wow, is that a new blouse that you have? Oh, I love what you did to your hair. Are those new shoes? Those look gorgeous. And then they sit there and talk and interact with their friends. It's a social event for them. As men, I think we have a lot to learn from that. Show up, pay attention, be courteous, compliment them. Oh my, you know, compliment anybody, whether it's your kids, your your exes, the person you're dating, if they've gone the extra step or any step. Get out of their sweats, their PJs, do their hair, put on some nicer clothes to go on a date with you. We need to be better at saying, wow, you look great. Thanks for doing that. I think it makes them feel a whole lot better. And then in the end, we'll get what we want as guys, which is what? more sex, an attentive partner. So I'm going to continue to work on that. Yeah, I'm an older guy and I kind of got that a little bit, but I've noticed that even with my daughter-in-law, you know, on the holidays and things like that, I show up and I got flowers for her. It just kind of brightens up her day and now she's kind of seeing that, hey, I'm part of the family. She's starting to, starting to treat me like I'm part of the family. I could be better at telling her, wow, your hair looks great or your dress looks great. I made a friend the uh, the other day, and of course, with the COVID situation, they weren't able to get their hair done, nails done, and they're standing there and said, well, what do you think? And I looked down and said, what do you think? About what? They go, my nails. I said, oh, yeah, your nails, they look great. And he goes, yeah, I have my hair done today. What do you think about my bangs? Oh, your bangs look great on you. I said, wow. And then I, I woke up, and, you know, I said, wow, that dress you have on. Are you going on a date tonight? You look fabulous. She was no, I just I just wanted to feel good about myself today. I said, Well, you look stunning. So I think, you know, we're in the podcast with that. Food for thought. And women, you know, we men want to be wanted, desired, and pursued too. So don't be afraid to tell the man in your world and man you're dating that, hey, wow, you look great tonight. Hey, you smell good. Just something that uh we can all, I think we can all agree that we can be better at. So with that said, I'm always open to your suggestions, your criticisms to a certain degree. Any stories you want to share with me, I'm happy to share here on the air. I won't give out your location or your name unless you want me to. Because <laughs> I'm all about protecting people's identities. But if you got a good story that we could share to the rest of the listeners, that would be awesome. And you can email me at datingfunnies at gmail.com. That's a D-A-T. I-N-G-F-U-N-N-I-E-S at gmail.com. 
You can also follow me on Instagram, although I haven't been great at posting on Instagram. I'll try to get better at that. But it's also dating funnies at Instagram, and uh, and we'll I'll do my best going forward to try to have podcasts every week or maybe every week and a half as I get more uh, dating uh, material, I guess, for lack of a better word. But when I get more dating opportunities or diff- or more. Uh, dating life stories that I could share uh, of people I know or even myself. More than happy to, to share those here. So I appreciate everyone listening. I appreciate uh, any new listeners that have joined. Feel free to listen to all my previous podcasts. And uh, you guys have a great week. Be safe, stay healthy, and uh, let your voice be heard however you want it uh, to be said. So thanks again for listening. This is Dating Funnies.